Because you know I'm all about Debbie, about Debbie, no trouble. I'm all about Debbie, about Debbie, no trouble. I'm all about Debbie, about Debbie, no trouble. I'm all about Debbie, about Debbie. Yeah, it's pretty clear. Podcasting. It says the only show of its kind in the entire world. 
there's only one Andy and Amanda that do this oh, yeah. radio. We're the only it's ones. We're, we're the yeah. only Andy and Amanda. We're the only ones. Isn't that kind of cool? <laughs> we're the only ones. You know, yes, welcome aboard to our worldwide audience, to our audience across North America and in Europe, and especially the UK and in Mexico. Um, hey, everybody, we're back. For another adventure on the radio, a lot to go over today, of course. This is Friday, Crazy Friday. We kind of get into a lot of different things. And what we have been doing the last few, since the end of July on Fridays, is spending a lot of time analyzing the potential, I think it's more than potential, uh, AMC stock squeeze and what that means in terms of potential also uh, accompanying financial gain to those who participate, what they're calling uh, retail investors kind of taking over the shares of the uh, short sale, the short shares that have been sold on AMC to the tune of 80% of those and giving us pretty much control of what's going to happen when those shorts have to be canceled out and, and we hold the shares and we dictate how much they're going to be sold for and we're all going to make a lot of money. Anyway, I'm not a financial advisor. <laughs> it, it might it might not happen, but but it probably will. But I don't know for sure. Nobody knows for sure. But anyway, um, but we think it will. And, and we thought it, we thought it would for enough everybody involved in the show to get to get involved with it. So you know what I mean? And we're not mm. we're not we're not we're not investors. We just kind of doing this. And I, uh, you know, as I said in previous Friday shows, I I've kind of expanded my investment and, and and have dappled in other stocks too. And we'll talk about later on. But before we get to all that, I want to announce our phone number. It is 515-605-9888. That's how you join the show. And we have with us also the, the person who introduced Amanda and I. None of us have ever met. We have three people here. The guy who introduced Amanda and I said, hey, I think you guys would make a great chemistry match on the air for a radio show. And maybe you might even want to get married on the air. And uh, so we've done all that. And... Um, <laughs> I know you've never. I, 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 I know you've never met, but hey, you know, stranger things have happened. Wow, you know? we threw caution to the wind and thought, you know, sod it, let's do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and we had Doctor Ruth officiate our our. Uh, our uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> our union. <laughs> our, uh, <laughs> anyway, yes, this is the Andy and Amanda Show, folks. Welcome aboard, 515-605-9888. Join the conversation, whatever you like to talk about, for the first half hour, and then for the second half hour, we're going to have, I think, Lee Van Dusen's going to join us again and talk about stocks and finance, and your calls are certainly welcome uh, on board here. We're going to first get to the news in the UK. We're going to start off with Amanda Love telling us what's going on. There's so much going on in the world we have to talk about. But Amanda, why don't you uh, start the show up in our news briefing here with what's going on? Ooh. I have no idea. I have no idea. Okay. Ahead, tell me all about it. Well, let me start this before I get into this this little story of what's going on here about my story, how you know it ties into this. So, um, so basically, I, I ordered my um, food shop online. And this this happened yesterday, and the driver comes to the door, and we're having a lovely chat and discussion. And he's like, do you know there are people queuing up at the petrol stations, which is gas stations in the U.S.? Mm-hmm. And he said, everyone's going crazy. They're now charging 30p to use um, water and, and air and all this. Thing. And they're, they're limiting the amount of fuel you can have. I'm like, no. What's going on? What's going on? He said, I don't know. Mm. He said, everyone's mm. going crazy. They're stopping you having having enough petrol and things like that. I'm like, no, okay. So, um, so yeah, he was, you know, very shocked to that. He said, of course, now people hearing this, he said that they're all going to be queuing. Everybody's going to be panic buying all this fuel, thinking that we're going to run out and all this stuff. So, in today's news, 
they talk about the petrol driver shortage. Now, you're all aware that I, I, I mentioned on a previous show that we've had like 100,000 um, drivers short, HGV drivers that, that deliver all our goods and everything into this country and the UK from uh, Europe and other places. And uh, unfortunately, fuel seems to be affected with this too. So not only are our shelves uh, more empty and products getting harder to get hold of, we're now being limited on fuel. And this is so crazy, so, so crazy. So the government's responded, of course. I'm sure Boris is thinking, oh, God, this Brexit thing. Oh, maybe it wasn't a good idea. But, you know, it's it's really down to the pandemic, which hasn't helped at all, as we know. Uh, that's yeah. the main reason for this. But, the, you know, the Brexit thing at the same time, oh, my goodness, chaos. So they're, they're saying that, we'll, you know, we're, we'll get a load of... Um, Army vehicles to to bring in the tanks into into towns to, to fuel people's cars. Seriously. Yeah, if if that need if we if you know if it resorts to that, because they're trying to find a way to hire these HGV drivers from abroad in the quickest and most legal way possible, and they're saying about having like a temporary visa scheme so they can get all these lorry drivers to come over. But the problem is it's much easier for them to travel within Europe than it is from the UK to Europe and Wait, Europe to the I, UK. I got a question. I got a question. Yeah. What's, what's, what's it pay? Well, that's a good question because <laughs> I've been sat hey, thinking hey, the same thing. You know what I'm saying? You know, I can steer, <laughs> you know, I know what the brake accelerator and steering wheel is. I can do all that. Hey, before, we, uh, get too much, before we get too much further, I want to bring on, uh, make sure that we know that Cornell Butler is on the uh, line here. And, Woo! Uh, hey, 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 man. I think he's here. Hey. Yeah. Hey. What's up, guy? It's the man, the legend that is Cornell Butler. Hi, darling. I'm trying to be like you guys, man. I want to grow up and be like you guys, man. I really miss you guys. When I grow up, I want to be like me, too. You know what I'm saying? Only better. Definitely. I don't think I'll ever grow up. I won't grow up. So, man, the sorry to so rudely interrupt you. I just want to let everybody That's know. Right. We have some callers. We have yeah. some callers. Lines are lighting up. We'll get it for everybody. Stand by there, folks. Thanks. For, I mean, uh, keep going. I, I want to hear more of this. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know so, uh, Cornell is on the line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, apparently, you know, it's only a limited amount of um, petrol stations that's being effective. But, you know, this could spread even further. So, as long as the government keep up their their promise of, of, you know, providing all that help. We won't have too much chaos here. But, you know, people are getting really, really pissed off with this situation now because we've just come out of the pandemic. We went through such mm-hmm. a long, lengthy uh, lockdown, one after the other here in this, in this, um, in this place, this, this town. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, everybody's raged, right? They just want to get back on track. And now we've got all these problems because of, you know, Brexit as well as COVID situation that's causing all these issues. Like the other day as well, I had another guy come to the door saying, did you know that um, your gas prices are going up, you know, like um, electricity and energy bills and stuff like that? I was like, yeah, well, actually, I have been aware of that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't actually mention that I'm a co-host on the Andy and Amanda show and we discuss the news about this frequently. I should have. I should have dropped that line, actually. But, you know, it didn't didn't come to mind at the time. And so he was saying, yeah, he said, uh, so if you're interested in swapping energy suppliers, I would love to sign you up today. And I said, well, you know, as much as that is a thing, um, I'm not really interested right now. But, you know, do you have a card or anything I can get back to you? No, no, we don't do a card or anything like that. Um, you have to do it right now. I'm like, mm. no, sorry, I'm not giving into that pressure. I'll do my research first. So anyway, 
he gave me a snippet of information after having a lengthy discussion with him that there's eco-terrorism yeah. going on, which is causing... Wow. Yeah, this is part of the reason it's causing some of the energy prices to go up. And I thought, well, that's not the only reason, because I know COVID is the main reason why these energy prices are going up, because we've got a main line that runs from the UK to France to get a lot of our energy. And he was saying that one of the lines was set on fire, hence the eco-terrorism. I'm like... This is crazy. What is going on? So I said, well, thank you for that information. You know, that's very interesting to know. He said, oh, no, no problem. He was a young lad. He was uh, from Birmingham. And mm-hmm. he said, if yeah. I ever come back around this way, you know, you're interested in swapping energy. He said, um, I'll try and swing by. I said, yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate it. And he was on his way. So, you know, this is another little dent in our craziness here in the UK. Um, you know, we've had all sorts going on with... Um, talking about the whole Taliban thing, how they're, they're still going to have executions and amputations. Did you hear about really? that? Yeah, they're still going to keep that wow. as a thing. Yeah, I was just, I was shocked when I saw that. Um, it was one of, um, hmm. it was the head of the religious police um, said that extreme punishments such as executions and amputations is going to still resume in Afghanistan. And uh, of course, I felt physically sick when I heard that because to know mm-hmm. that went on anyway, Mm-hmm. You know, it's awful, oh, yeah. and they had, yeah, and they, you know, um, he said that the punishments may not be uh, meted out in public as they were under previous Taliban rule in the 90s, um, but, you know, they're saying no one will tell us what the laws should be, they're going to do what they want to do, basically, and they're going to be a thing, and I was just, I, I felt sick. Guys, that's sickening to know that they're going to do mm. that. You we're know, going to, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, um... That's bad, you know. They're just, you know, a different culture there. They're different. It's they're. I mean, they're to me they're less than it's human. But we, you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. yeah it's, it's, but we're going to uh, we're going to put an end to it uh, here on the Andy Demander show. We're going to stop the horrific uh, torture and, and killings and, and and lack of respect for other human beings there because we're going to be dropping a plane load. Uh, here from the Andy Demando Show, right into Kabul, of nothing else but this product. Nobody bakes a cake Yes, the population of Afghanistan. They're going to stop what they're doing. They're going to put down their guns, their swords, their machetes. They're going to look at the ground. They're going to see chocolate juniors, pies, <laughs> coconut juniors, and um, and enjoy delicious oh, cakes. Only that was a thing. I think that might do it. You know, I think that might do it. You think it will? Help you. you really think, think it will help them out? I do. I, more happy. I think food <laughs> seems to remedy the woes of the world. Not how you slice yeah. hey, it. So, so, G. Let me ask you a no, question. Duke, which, hmm? which one, which one you think they're gonna um, choose? That's gonna make them have what, what cupcake from Tasty Cake? I think, I think, they, I think Chocolate Juniors. I think Chocolate Juniors. I'm thinking. Chocolate Juniors. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking Tasty Clares. I'm thinking uh, Ooh, maybe yeah. Cherry Pies. Cherry Pies. I'm thinking. They uh, sound so good. Pie. How about lemon pie? 
Lemon pies are great. Uh, now this season, of course, I'm in California, but I know from years past living in Philadelphia, they have the uh, the, the uh, pumpkin pie this time of year in prep for you know, the mm-hmm. Halloween. They're good. And also, you know, it's really good. It's those cream-filled cupcakes, you know. But we'll we'll drop a bunch of them out over there, and we'll see what lands and see what people like. And and some of these are going to be peace in Afghanistan, and people are going to be around the world. Say, what happened over there? What? Well, you know, ever hear the Andy Demanda show? <laughs> yes. Oh, we the they, they had this idea that you know, <laughs> if we drop a bunch of tasty cakes there, just thousands and thousands of tasty cakes, uh, people would be distracted and say, "Wow, what? Is, you know, this is really good." Yeah. <laughs> and just stop. Long live the sugar rush. Hey, we have. If you guys are listening, cut the check. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, right? yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, we're, we're going to uh, we're through. going to chime in. Uh, I think it's Chet here. I got uh, yes. Hawaii. It is Chet. Hold on a minute. Let me let me chime Chet in here and part of the conversation because he's been hanging on hold. Hey Chet, you with us? Aloha from Hello. 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 How you doing? Hello. Welcome <laughs> back to on board. And folks, you two can join don't our those, show live. Don't those cakes disintegrate on the way down? Heck no. <laughs> Heck no, they got so much preservative in them, nothing can oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Life of a hundred years. Uh, I think yeah. I wow. but, folks, you join us live five one five six oh five nine eight eight eight. We don't get that number out enough, I'm sorry, but you can join the show, talk about what you'd like to. We welcome your thoughts, ideas, opinions, or anything you'd like to talk about for at least the first half hour of our show today. Anyway, and uh, anyway, so uh, I, I keep uh, interrupting you, Amanda, and I I'm apologize, but I'm just you know you, you Darling, this is nothing you know, that I'm I, not used to. <laughs> I see her from the. I see her from the. Amanda. Yes, darling. I see her from the interweb tubes. That it's not eco terrorists. Oh. It's of all things, the grocery stores are slim because of a CO2 shortage. Ah, oh, I see. And, and I, I, would you CO2? say R2 shortage? Like strong <laughs> CO2, carbon dioxide. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I see it's an R2. 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 What do they say? R2D2 even. Yes. There's uh-huh. a significant yes, R2 yes. shortage happening, and it's causing uh, – yes. Um, yeah. Yes. Anyway, CO2 you're saying. What does that have to do with delivering yeah. fuel? CO2 is widely used in the food industry in brewing, packaging, and storing for meat and salads, along with being used when slaughtering animals to stun them. Oh, it is beautiful. also used in <sighs> beer and fizzy drinks, as well mm-hmm. as in the vacuum pass packing processes. Food yes. and Drink Federation chief executive, Ian Wright, said that potential shortages of CO2 signified a real crisis. We probably have about 10 days before this gets to the point where consumers, shoppers, and diners notice that these products are not available. 10 days? When was this dated, darling? <laughs> Let's see. I'm going to look at that. Uh-oh. You know, it's like uh, ages September, ago. September 21st of 2021. Oh, I'm sorry to break the news oh, to whoever okay. wrote that, but us shoppers realized this like a couple of months ago. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, so it goes. So it goes. So it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you I know, know, um, you know that makes sense. Makes sense yeah. in a way. But yeah. yeah, they're reporting over here, my sweetie, that you know it's it's pretty much down to the the COVID situation that we've had lack of drivers and and all that kind of thing that's uh, stopping the goods coming into the country. 
So they're not really given the full picture then, it seems. Hmm. Hmm. Naughty, naughty. Yes, but yes. But that's, that's yes. usually the way. Usually the way. Well, it's the ripple effect of a, of an infrastructure that's built for twenty dollar a barrel gasoline. Yeah. <laughs> and mm. all of a sudden, that ain't happening. Yeah. yeah. So the entire house of cards is is really collapsing. But it makes sense as well, well because we, they they did mention about Coca Cola. Um, being uh, there was a lack of that over here that it's um it was hard to get out of it in certain places. I'm like really everywhere I've gone I've seen nothing but their their products. But I guess I've really? yeah other areas are saying yeah Coca Cola is uh, sugar water and artificial flavors uh, injected with CO2 water mm. CO2. It's a yeah. secret recipe. So it is a very secret. Bubble. It's a secret recipe. A very secret oh, recipe. Yes. Very secret. Mm-hmm. If you find out, yeah. you'll you'll turn into, turn into dust. Yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I spontaneously combust. <laughs> it's yeah. um, pretty amazing how all that stuff works. The sodas and the Pepsis and the Cokes. Do you ever do a blind taste test with Pepsi yeah. and Coke? Yeah. And, you know, I, I I did it to a shopping mall years ago. I think. It was Twice actually, uh, you know, I, I, you know, say, hey, we're doing, a, you know, you walk down the mall and there's a big table set up and they're doing this blind taste, you know, Coke, Pepsi thing, and uh, so I participated and I must say, I must say, uh, the winner is Pepsi because Republicans of, love it. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> Pepsi. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the winner. Hey, uh, hey guys, don't forget about Mountain Dew. Don't forget about Mountain Dew. Ooh, uh, that Mountain Dew is a is a Pepsi product. It is. Yes. Yes. That's true. Yeah. Yes. I, I did. Yours. Yours. Then there's RC. RC Cola. I remember RC Cola. RC Cola. RC Cola. Oh, man, that's I way back. I did. Uh, yours yeah. truly. You are talking to the guy. You're hearing the guy on the radio right here who who coordinated the launch of the. Pride of the Carolinas Mountain Dew Chevy truck giveaway in 1980. Anybody could start the truck could keep it. Anyway, yes. Yes. Yeah. That was. I, I did that. If you do like R E E E E E. Oh my goodness. Uh, uh, yeah. Doc, you learn. Yeah. I say. Oh I, I says it. Hey, you know, you know. Um, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> We've uh, gone to a, a car that's stuck to now a flat car. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know I, I didn't know him when he was at his best. Yeah, most people. Yeah, you know, it was back then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what was happening in the UK? Oh yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. The um, only well, on the you know, Amanda show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but the main thing, folks, the main thing. Uh, the main thing know, is is to get plenty of advice. Yeah, you know that's yeah, you know. Just do that. That's always a good thing. Uh-huh. It is. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, yes. When you are what popular, don't just sit on it. Use it to accomplish great goals. 
and that's what we're doing. We're 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 getting I, popularity. I think that works. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, 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 yeah. <laughs> I had a guy. I, had, I interviewed a guy this morning. I interviewed a guy that we might have on the show, who was a. Um, and I'll talk about it later, and we'll see if we we do it. We'll see if we can get him on uh, down the road in one of our finance programs. Who uh, came over from India years ago, and hmm. he was in the computer business. He he was a computer tech, and, and part of his job, he traveled all over the place doing I don't know custom programming and so forth for big companies. Made made a good paycheck doing it. He made a lot of money in his job as a you know as a salaried employee. But I was traveling all over the place and just said, you know, I'm done with this. You know, I'm 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 done with this W two paycheck thing working for somebody else. So he went out and he said, you know, real estate. Out of all the investments you can make, you know, there's risk here. The stock market goes up and down. You know, other things you can invest in goes up and down. Real estate, long term, has for the most, almost across the board, has been the safe bet. You know, you buy a house, bam. I mean, eventually, eventually, uh, barring a crash, and even if there's a crash, then things go up again. You know, so down the road, long term investing in real estate has been okay. But this guy said, you know what? I don't just buy houses and then you know buy a house and sell a house. Hell no. I want to buy. Multi-unit apartment buildings where people, where blue-collar workers, need who can't afford a house yet, they have to rent apartments. And you know, I want to, I want to buy buildings that house 60 apartments, 70 apartments, 80 apartments. And he, he did, and he started with a couple. Now uh, over, uh, I think, what is it, 70 or 80 uh, units later, uh, his company's worth millions. He's buying, you know, apartment dwellings and apartment complexes with a thousand units. Um, and he's made a significant amount of money. By when most people look at buying houses, this guy said, "No, heck no. Let's let's rent an apartment building. Um, let's buy one, and where people pay rent every month, then I'll hire management companies because I don't want to deal with people's plumbing problems. Um, oh yeah, you know, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, of course. And so it's an interesting conversation. And uh, uh, and he, why he why did he talk to me? He wanted to talk to me about, hey, would you be interested in investing in one of my, you know, one of these properties, you know, and um, we talked, I mean, you know, it's a real company and so forth, and they do well, hmm. it's passive income, and in, speaking of passive income, what is that versus versus passive income versus what we might do here uh, on the end? Oh, I know what it is, passive hmm. income is where it sits there and says, oh, you can spend me if you want, I'm totally down with it, I'm a laid back kind of money, the other income is like, you know, you need to be careful with this, because, you know, I don't want to go in that direction, I don't want to go in this direction, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and I asked him, don't you, you know, if somebody calls you, they got a plumbing problem. You know what I mean? What the hell? What, why would you want to deal with that? Well, you know, well, why, why would you want to deal with that um, on a regular basis? He said, no, I hire management companies. And he said, some management companies do better than others. And I let them go and I hire others, but I'm still acquiring. He's building, he's acquiring this huge complex in Houston, Texas right now. I'm looking for, for investors. And I said, well, I don't know if I want to invest or not because I'm really having a fun time in the market with AMC and my other businesses that I invest in because I find if I invest myself, that's the best payoff there is. You know, you invest money Ooh, in, your, yeah. in yourself and your career and your energy and who you are and make yeah. something happen, win or lose. You know, if if, you, if it didn't work out the way you thought, but you invested in yourself, you didn't you didn't take your money and risk it on some outside thing, and oh well, I lost it. Oh well, I made it. If you invest in yourself, you forge ahead. If it didn't work out the way you planned, you can either change your commitment and keep going towards whatever that is, or just say, you know what, this isn't going to work, and and cancel that objective. You know, but at least the yeah. investment is in yourself. And and I said, look, I can I can invest in myself and turn a dollar into quite a few dollars, or I can put it somewhere else and say, I don't know what's going to happen in that dollar. I think it's going to work. You know, I think it's going to work. Yeah. And yeah. and so uh, we talked about that, and then I then I said, you know what? Whether I invest with you or not, and I you know, probably won't. Um, I'd love to have <laughs> you on the show because I think we should talk. We should have somebody like that on, 
who has started with a day job and a W-2 paycheck into owning uh, many, many, many uh, multi-unit apartment complexes and has a multi-million dollar business right now from doing that. How do you start? Oh, yeah. do you, you know, I don't want to flip houses. Hell, I want to buy, you know, I want to buy the, the god darn, you know, Hilton, whatever. I don't know, build, building. I want to buy yeah. an apartment complex. You know, how do you, how do you, where do you get to, how do you apply for financing to buy, you know, a eight hundred thousand, mm-hmm. a million to an you know five million dollar building. Who who gets you the money to do that? And yeah. then he started with yeah. one. He said I started with one. Then I did two. Then I did three. Then I got four. And then I sold one. Then sold another. And he has investors investing in his properties. And then he sells. He keeps them for five years and sells them. He keeps them for five years and sells them. And all his investors benefit by that. And they don't do anything. It, to them, it's passive income. They give him the money. He invested in the buildings. He, they they get the uh, they get money all along. And then he sells the buildings. And then they get a, they get a larger percentage when the buildings are sold. And I'm like, that's you know, wow. Yeah, I've heard of house. Yeah. I've heard of house yeah. flipping. I've never heard of apartment <laughs> building flipping. You know, but yeah. that's, just, that's just something else. That's yeah, true. really. You know, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, that that's you know, um, that's what I was thinking um, when he was talking. I'm thinking, you know, I I heard somebody who did does this um, kind of thing. Uh, he happened to be the former president of the United States. But anyway, uh, <laughs> no. but, uh, you know. Yeah. Well, that sounds yeah. great. You know, it sounds like a, you, you would be able to share some wonderful things mm-hmm. on the show, and I'm sure our listeners would be interested to know this because you know, you know, being on the property market and uh, investing in homes, and you know, it, it seems to be quite a fashionable uh, kind of career to take up for mm-hmm. yourself. You know, and people make a lot mm-hmm. of money from doing that. You know, it's peak yeah. paying yeah, for homes. Yeah, they do. They do. The tricky bit is you have yeah. to start with some money. Hmm. That's the yeah. tricky bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And about ninety percent of the population cannot make enough money to start that. Uh-uh. But you know something? Population. There are ways. There are ways, and I know this to be true. There are ways you don't need if if you do this right, and and you know how to channel your efforts and your networking and your ideas and your energy and your enthusiasm, yeah. your expertise. You do not yeah. need. Yeah. I've started. I've started. I've had thirty employees at one time. I didn't have two nickels to rub them together. And for six months, I had ten house offices and employees. And I started a yacht dealership. Five locations, five different states, multi-million dollar business. 18 yacht brokers working for me. I started with not two cents to rub together. And, and bam, there I am millions of dollars in cash flow. Now, you know, caveat, you sell the cost between 300000 and $21 million a piece. So if I sell one boat, I'm doing all right. So gross revenue is in the millions. What I make, where's that Tasty Cake commercial? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'll sing it to I'll sing it for you. Nobody <laughs> but, but to say it's impossible. The, the difference, Andy, is that you didn't come out of the womb selling yachts. Correct. I came out playing guitar. You came out you came out of the came out of the womb as a, first a white guy, which gave yep. you a, you know, you were automatically standing on first base. Yes. Very yep. true. And you know, very, very true. And then you had to true. have connections if you're buying and selling yachts. You had to have no connections. No, no connections. No connections. Let's, 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 I, I want to be clear. No connections. A passion for making a difference in other people's lives. A passion for life on the water. A passion and a love for boats. And I wanted to extend to other people that amazing enjoyment of what life is, what that has presented to me. And and I Definitely. sailed little day sailors and, and and sunfish and we never had a boat until I was way older and my folks got a boat, but but I fell in love with it and said, man, 
I, I want to, how do I do this? And then I just, salesmanship, man. You're passionate about something. You're enthusiastic about something. You're energetic about something. You pick up the phone. You make calls. You write letters. You get people. You, you have meetings. You have lunch with somebody. They pick up the bill because they know you can't afford anything. And they say, God, you know, you, you know, I love your, you know, you have some great ideas. Well, you have some really good ideas, that, you know? And, and commitment, commitment, I, commitment rules. Commitment, you know, you, you walk down the street and ask somebody, what are you committed to? They'll look at you like you're nuts. Who are you committed to? You know, what are, yeah. what are you committed to? Uh, huh? What? What do you mean? What am I committed to? And, and the problem <laughs> is that so many people fumble through life, and they don't know what they're committed to. You know, yeah. they may have a job. They might have feelings about something. They might feel politically this way or that way. But what are they really, in their life, what are they truly committed to? And if, that, if I took their name tag off them, your name's George. Okay, George, you're not, your name's not George anywhere. Instead, I'm going to give you a new name tag. That new name tag is what your commitment is. What is it? Hmm. And, and that's, that's something that we need to think about just in life, really. What, go through the day and just you take a coffee break and say, you know, you know that's kind of cool. What, what am I committed to? What, what, what am I committed to? And how am I moving down the road to foresee the, the fulfillment of that commitment? Or am I just kind of bumbling around? I do my job. I wake up in the morning. I do what I do during the day. And, and, and I'm having fun. I'm having an effective life. I've got a great family. I've got nice kids. I've got a wife, whatever. Or, or, or I don't, whatever the case may be. Um, but but when, it over, when it's all said and done, what are you truly committed to? And everybody, if you, if you say, here's my commitment, here's what I'm going to do, I'm committed to making a difference, no matter what I do. I'm committed to making some kind of difference, whether it's in my life. And if I make a difference in my life, because it's impossible to be alone in this world, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as being alone. There really isn't. So if I make a difference in my life, how will that impact other lives and further enrich my life and my commitment? And also extend that commitment to, to other people so they can, their lives can be enriched. How do, you, how do you do that? And can you do it? And the answer is yes, you can. Yes, you can. And, and that's, that's how I was able. Look, every career I've had, and unfortunately or fortunately, I've had many of them. <laughs> because, because I love the idea of, t- of saying, no, you can't. And then I say, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Uh, or I love a chat. Like this radio show. We started this with a you know, conversation. Way back when, you know, it was uh, the Ember Ivory show it was, uh, you know, perceptions of the world from a from a, a black person's point of view and a, and a, and a white guy's point of view, and and that's you know, it was just a conversation. Then George Floyd and everything else, and we are in 23 countries right now. You know, we have thousands of listeners, yeah. we have thousands of followers. How did that happen? Just because oh, you know, hey, you know, let's become radio. And no, it didn't happen. It happened because we were committed to making this work, and and we're not yeah. we're far from finished. We have an objective on the show. We're going to foresee that objective, yeah, um, and and it's going to happen. And that that's how you know there will be a day when this show is financed or we get picked up by a radio network. Why? Because we said we will. That's why. Do we have any money? Hell no. What do we have? Hmm? We have ourselves. We have ourselves. And and that's the that's more important than any dollar sign. Does it help to have some money? Would it be great to pump some money into this thing and make ABC do? And and do we have the money to to do to, to pump into it? Yeah, we do. Hell, I'm putting a fortune in AMC. <laughs> but but that, that's now how I've done it in the past. I, I've never sure. I've never started a business by putting money into it or to buy stock to buy inventory. For example, real quick, I I want to start a yacht dealership. So what I do, I go to a marinas and I get friends who own boats. Blah blah blah. And um, there's an amazing high-end boat sailing. my question. What's that? Friends who yeah. own boats. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's, but be, that's but be, the piece that you're leaving out of this this equation. Yeah, but see, here's the thing, though. Why do I have friends that own boats? Because I'm passionate about it. It's not the friends that have boats because that did this. It's the passion I had for boats. boats. Not the friends that had them. Hello? It's gone silent. Mr. Kimball, where are you? <laughs> I mean, Mr. Kimball, what happened I mean, the equation is, 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 is more than just the desire and the passion. You also yeah. have to have the opportunity. And my Thanks. point was that yeah. a large number of people are not only deprived of opportunities, but they're told that they're impotent, that they don't, they aren't uh, sufficient, that they are flawed, that they are inferior. Oh yeah, that 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 definitely gets passed around so quite a lot. So that's the point yeah. I was making. You know, right. Andy's entirely correct that that if you have a passion and uh, just a tiny bit of opportunity, then it really is up to you how far you can take it. He's entirely correct about that. Absolutely, and I, I'm I'm also one of those so people. Started. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Go on. I'm also one of those people who uh, I'm on the, the the level where I think to myself, well, okay, if I want something to happen bad enough, I can make it happen. And, Definitely. You know, I think if you push for something hard enough, eventually the right opportunity will will present itself to you. Sometimes it's a case of having a, a trial and error within many areas, and then suddenly that opportunity shows up in unexpected ways, or um, you know, you in a way that was expected. But you know, I think there's a balance in this world, isn't there? Because there's many people out there who really do try and push so hard for something and it still doesn't happen because the opportunity's not arisen for them. And I guess then we can go a little deeper with that and reflect in a way and say, well, okay, does this mean then that this thing wasn't right for me in the first place and the reason this opportunity hasn't presented itself is because it just wasn't meant for me and it takes you in a new and different direction in which then they do find they become successful in whatever direction they've been led to. Um, but that that's kind of my mentality and my thinking, which is, you know... I that's, think, that's the law of attraction, sis. Yes, yeah. See, I, yeah. I'm a believer it, 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 in that. Yeah. Me too. That's the law of attraction. The thing, the thing about it, how we all met and everything, basically, that's how it is, man. A lot of people that, you know, didn't believe in us. One time, we couldn't, we couldn't even get two people to listen to us. Now we got 23 countries listening to us. And it's going, like yeah. Andy said, it's going to go further and further. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I think if you keep grinding at something and you you can find yes. a way around something, it's just it's just having that determination, isn't it, and that belief and that passion that says I'm not going to give up no matter how many times something's rejected or thrown in my face. And yeah, with a lot of things, it does take money to to do things. And sometimes you can start with absolutely nothing and manage to find some small way to make something happen. Like for example, buying ten small items and selling them on eBay and then suddenly you start making a business for yourself because you've bought these items, sell them at a slightly higher price and then, you know, your your business is starting off in a small way. It may not cover much at the time, but you're starting something off because you're willing to do it, you're willing to, to push it to go further. And, um, you know, a lot of people do fail, but there's also a lot of people that end up being successful because they found a way somehow they sacrifice one area of their life or one thing within their life to make the other area work and or went into training in whatever way they could find, whether it was free training online, um, because things like YouTube are such a 
resourceful place to go and it's such a uh, um, a gold mine in terms of the information that you can pick up and although they only give away certain snippets of uh, free information that is worthy and they quite often say you know pay me more and I'll give you everything I know and that's that's very true but you can still take what they've given you and apply it to, to different things and then work on that more um, and find things like for yourself online you know ways to improve yourself and your business or whatever and just put it to the test really apply all, right. everything that you're learning and you know like Andy said investing in yourself is the biggest thing you do and can do and that will eventually propel you forward in whatever yeah. way whether it's in the direction you hope for or a different direction but eventually yeah I'm not just you know, you, I you know what's not, not to cut, you're right sis and you know what you can't if you believe in something that that you really believe in, you can't listen to other people and everything that's going to knock you and everything. That was the vision oh, that yeah. you had in your mind. If anybody yes. that doubts you and all that stuff, you keep going and keep going and keep going and yeah. never give up. Look, we, I, we live in proof. Yeah, and I think, you know, I don't know how much of this is taught in schools these days. I mean, it wasn't taught in schools when I was a kid. So I think, you know, kids should be made aware that you are always going to have somebody who tells you you can't do something Always have somebody who tells you that your dreams aren't worth shit, you know, that you, it's not worth pursuing, that, you know, you might as well give up. There's always going to be somebody in this world, whether it's a business, a friend, family, you know, anybody, somebody will be there to try and knock you on your ass and say, you know, it's not worth going forward. But you've got to understand that that's always going to exist and then take that 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 dream within you, that that fire, that passion and say, no, I'm not going to give up. I'm doing this for myself. No matter what anybody else says, I'm going to see this through. And yes, I am going to hit walls. I am going to um, have doors closed in my face. That's a possibility. But I also know there is going to be a door that opens for me that is going to make me successful in whatever way is best for me. And then have faith in that, knowing that and just move forward. Follow all the, the little clues, the little steps that get presented to you. Trust your, your inner feeling on something you know, don't go against that because that's extremely important too. And um, just try and propel yourself forward one baby step at a time. Just follow the breadcrumbs. Each day say to myself, what can I do today to improve the situation? Even if it's like you're struggling to get out of bed because you want this career so badly that it's not happening for you and your, your body's saying, I can't do this, I can't face this, my mind is going against me today, I just want to stay here in bed. Well, the moment you get up, you go and have a shower, you've already defeated that one thing that is stopping you from moving forward by doing that one thing you'll then lead on to another thing it doesn't matter how small it is trust it do it face it and you will find your way forward there or there is always a way forward with absolutely everything god i sound like a preacher <laughs> amen amen corner say amen Hey, 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 folks, how we doing? Uh, and so back with you again. We had a technical glitch our last um, attempt to have a Friday show. It was going well, and then suddenly the internet crashed, and this is internet radio, and these things happen. And um, I'm with you here. Um, Amanda Love should be joining us in momentarily, and we'll continue our show. Um, and we're going to see who uh, – again, our number here is 515-605-9888. Uh, 
And if you'd like to join our show, you're certainly welcome to do so by calling that number, and we'll um, we'll pick it up where we left off. Now, since this show is a um, uh, you know we had to start a new show, basically we had a, the other one crashed, so we started a whole new show. This one didn't get much publicity or advertising or promotion, or whatever. So I don't really expect many people to know that we're here. So therefore, I don't expect many phone calls. Um, so uh, I'm going to. Publish side. Give me a second, folks. Give me a second. Give me a second. Five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. Yeah, 515-605-9888 is our number. Join the show. We're going to talk about, I guess, where the last first half of the show ended, and that's talking about can you start with nothing and make a mountain out of a molehill. Literally, can you can you start with zero or start with very little, or, or regardless of your background, regardless of how much money you have, regardless of what your life story is, be passionate about something, be committed to something, um, really be ener- have the energy and commitment and drive and, and fortitude to make something happen and make it happen and build a success and not make any excuses, not. The world does this. I can't because of that. This didn't work this way. This doesn't work that way. And therefore, I'm not going to go to the end of the diving board and dive off because I'm afraid to. Because this might happen. Because that might happen. Because my background doesn't allow me to. I don't have enough money. Uh, these are stories that you make up. That's what we were talking about. And I'm, I'm looking for Amanda Love to join the show. So let's see if I can do it again. Let's see. I'm going to try to get this. Bear with me here, folks, because this is kind of crazy day today. Amanda Love. And okay, let's try this again. We're trying to get Amanda onto the show. She's texting me here. Nothing. Her, her internet connection didn't happen yet. Yeah. Okay. I think we do have a caller, though. I think uh, Cornell's with us. Hey. Hey, hey Cornell, how you doing? And also, we have a, a another guest on the show. We're just The lines are lighting up now. We're still waiting for Amanda to join the show. Um, here is another... Hey, doing, Cornell? We had... Uh, for those hey, of brother, you who, how you uh, doing? We're doing all right. We had, as you know, because you were on and I wasn't, <laughs> a uh, technical, what do we call, malfunction on the previous uh, show, We our Friday show, where... Now, uh, so we had to terminate that uh, program in the middle of the broadcast and start anew all over again with an abbreviated version. Still waiting for Amanda to join the show, but the lines are lighting up. We have here a caller, Stephen DeJoseph, it seems like. Is that you uh, as I live and breathe? Yes, sir. God damn. Hey. I'm here. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm here, counted for, and present. <laughs> God damn. God damn. I'm charged up, too. You know why I'm so charged up today? Uh, Can I tell you why I'm charged up today? Do talk. Do tell. Why? Dude, I found what I, well, not not that I just found it, but I used to work for this guy who was an agent, and he booked Mm -hmm. me in these uh, various gigs, and his name was Jerry Samuels. Mm -hmm. Jerry was single-handedly responsible for a song, what I would call the original rap tune <laughs> in, in like the sixties called they're coming to take me away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You remember that? Yeah. 
Well, I found, I found the video. <laughs> so I'm sharing it on my Facebook for what I call Freaky Friday. Why not, you know? Are you all still with me? I'm still here. This is Cornell. How are you doing? Okay, good, good. Hi, Cornell. Hey, dude. How you doing? How's everything? I'm all right. Mm. Mm. Hanging in, in there in spite of the smog. They're coming to Definitely. take you away. Ha ha ho ho. To the funny farm. My <laughs> life is up in a dull time. I'm not pretending to do. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Hey, hey. Uh, cool. Hey, Steve, I got a question for you. Right. Okay. We were just talking about and and uh, talking about you know taking something from nothing with with your life story and and what you've gone through and your trials and tribulations of becoming successful and and for those of you many of you probably do not know that Steve Joseph is a very incredibly talented singer songwriter composer pianist guitar player performer touring artist recording artist he does it all. Um, and has quite a story behind how he's able to to get where he is. But here's this is what we were talking about before. You know, we, we're doing another the same show, but we, another broadcast that got dropped, so we had to pick it up again. But what we were talking about previously, before we launch, launch this one, is um, is the ability to to make something happen in your life, regardless of what your life story is. Because why? Because you said you wanted to do it, and because you're committed to doing it regardless of how much money you have, regardless of the color of your skin, regardless of who your next-door neighbors are, regardless of anything, the commitment, the energy, the passion, that is what drives, that's what makes successful people successful. Given that, right, uh, first of all, do you agree with that? Are you in agreement with that? 100%. Okay, so given that, given that, um, you, you're a very successful musician. I mean, you're, you're an amazing composer, and, and, and you and I know each other, and I've seen you play bunches of times and so forth, and we've jammed together, and you're beyond, beyond, yeah. beyond. You know, you're incredible, and you, that's, that's, that's the truth, folks. He's amazing. Stephen Joseph, and I will give his contact or his internet information out in just a minute here to look him up, and you'll see what I'm talking about here. Um, but anyway, um, so you started your music career uh, with what in hand? What did, you went out from, from say, I'm going to make this happen, and... 30 years later, you're this very well-known composer and, and you've done a lot of things and filmmaker and, and all of these things, right? So how did you do it? What did you, have, what did you have with you? What was your arsenal that you had to make it happen for yourself? How did it happen? Well, you know, honestly, I think it began embry- embryonically speaking because, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I swear I was, uh, I was little, tiny, you know, and, and um, I, I just – it was just part of my, in me, you know, and, and I think what happened for me was a co- there was a coalescing around age six. Uh, when I, I saw the Beatles, mm-hmm. um, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I was like, I want to be them, you know, as a kid would say, however you would say that. I want to do that. Um, and at the same time, I began to do these, like these twitches and ticks and weird, weird, weird noises like you'll hear. <laughs> and um, that all kind of started me on a journey of, of, you know, uh, strange and, and com- um, compelling drives, <laughs> as well as the drive to be a musician, you know. So it, it became, for me, in my situation, uh, a do-or-die feeling, you know. Um, I think that really helps <laughs> when you have, as you grow as a musician and an artist or whatever it is, really whatever it is yes. you're doing, uh, mm-hmm. that your, you know, the drive to do it uh, is somehow has an obsessive, component <laughs> so that you, That's know, right. you know 
And then, you know, of course, as you go along your, your life, you hopefully can balance it out enough to be healthy, <laughs> whatever healthy is to one. And, um, you know, I think the, the, so that was, first of all, I think the, the simple desire to do it, because here I am, I'm, I'm now 64, and I'm still doing it, <laughs> mm-hmm. despite my better judgment. <laughs> Great. But I mean, but when you, I say that, I, you know, it, I'm sorry, go ahead. But you, you started this not with uh, connections, not with uh, somebody That's gave right. you money and said, go make a record, uh, not That's with right. uh, you know, the ability to get to call somebody on the radio and say, can you have me on as a guest, not with knowing right. people who own venues and saying, could you hire me, would you book me? You had to do it, and everything you've accomplished in your life was purely accomplished by your commitment to saying, I'm going to make this happen, period. That was it. And you have gone yeah. through. Can we talk about your background a little bit, if you don't mind? And, and tell, and tell, let's talk about your, your your trials, your your tribulations, what you've had to overcome to make to, to you know, talking about successes. You know, you, you've, mm. you've done an amazing job. You know, with 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 what you've had to to defeat to become so, as successful as you are, which is pretty you know admirable, really. Well, it was interesting. You know, uh, uh, for a number, you know, with Tourette's, I was diagnosed finally at sixteen. And mm-hmm. so, you know, those first 10 years was really super strange because it was like, why is he, everybody's like, why is he doing that? And I'm like, why am I doing that? And, and I just thought it was part of the creative thing for me. But, um, you know, so I learned what it was. Uh, then in moving forward, um, I think um, I had to, you know, and I, actually it's still present because um, no matter what, people know or don't know it's always an odd thing to see someone jump around or you know when it's not on the stage <laughs> you know mm-hmm. so you have you sort of have to look at life not only through your own eyes you know i mean i think that's really important you have to take in what other people feel because it's so easy to be subjective because we're dealing with life you know but mm-hmm. if we all know that we're all dealing with life and it's like that changes your feelings about being, I mean, for me, that was one of the tools I used, this idea of we're in this together kind of a thing. And, you know, people have perceptions. Not everybody's mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> Some people might be, but mostly people are, you know, just curious or scared or not sure, you know, everything, you know, you know what I'm saying? So it has to be one of the things is to, uh, walking in someone else's moccasins, you know, <laughs> that, that's that been important. Hey, darling, Amanda yep. here. That is... The, hey! The fi- hey! <laughs> uh, hey, people, well, you just came out of nowhere. I was I know. I, 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 yeah, I, I, I kind of used some magic shit to get right here right now. <laughs> no, but, um, oh, the law of attraction. Yeah, law of attraction, <laughs> baby. Yeah, so what you just said, sweetheart, People tend to fear, don't they, what what they don't understand, and quite often because of that, they don't give themselves the opportunity to stop and say, "Hey, let me walk in this person's shoes. Let me take a moment just to to be with them, and yes. you know, take really it in." Doesn't take much time. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. Once you start to practice that idea, it doesn't take that. It's not going to like require you to sit down and start meditating right there on the concrete on the floor. <laughs> and you know what I mean? You can stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. You can take a practice. Uh, Amanda, if I could just say real quick, do you know a, a person named Tourette's Hero? No, I don't. Okay. She's from the UK, and so at some point I'll get Andy to send links over. Oh, cool. Okay. That's yeah. good. Okay. So there we go. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but what we were talking about, Amanda, it took a little bit to join our our second 
attempt our second um, facilitation of our Friday show here ah, because the yeah. first one crashed. Yeah. And what we're <laughs> doing is uh, we ended the first half of our show. Well, we'll let, so those of you who are hearing the podcast will hear both shows somehow paste it together. We'll, we'll do the best we can anyway. Um, but anyway, what we were talking about before the first show so abruptly ended, uh, beyond our control, is talking about um, can you uh, – you know, we, I think I started the conversation by talking about a real estate uh, investor who's buying multi, you know, had a job and is now owns 80 or 90 uh, multi-unit apartment buildings in Texas and has made quite a bit of money, makes a lot of money for his investors. And he had a job as a computer programmer. He traveled a lot. He said, hey, I don't, I'm tired of this. I don't do it anymore. And um, bought an apartment building. And, and 10 years later, he's got many of them. Um, and he gets goes out and gets investors to put up the money to get these buildings, and he pays them all in passive income. And then when the buildings sell, boom, they all get you know significantly more. Uh, yeah. But that's what prompted the you know this this show is completely unrehearsed, completely unscripted. Friday's usually our finance and AMC stock squeeze show, but you never know how the Andy Demanda show is going to evolve and what we're going to talk about at any given moment. <laughs> and that and it's and it's pretty cool that we're talking about this. Because it just evolved out of nowhere. But what we what it came down to is the conversation of. Um, you know, it, 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 we all heard the haves and the have-nots. Can you be a have-not and be, and become a millionaire? Many, 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 many have, right? Many. Mm-hmm. Many have yeah. tried and not been able to do it. Many have attempted yeah. to. And I'm a, when I mean a millionaire, and I want to make a distinction here, I'm not talking about a millionaire just financially. I'm talking about the, the life experience and the difference that you're making and who you are and how people perceive you as being worth Beautiful. a million dollars. The hell with it. Yeah. The hell with it. Yeah. If you, if you do your job, you live up your commitment, you make something happen, the money will happen. It'll happen out of your commitment. Don't, I don't keep your eye on the dollar sign. Do not keep yeah. your eye on the dollar sign. Keep your eye on what you're committed to. And, yeah. and, and the, and the question is, you know, what, you know, you walk up to somebody in the street and you, you go up to them and say, Hey, what are you committed to? And look like, look at you like you're crazy. What? Huh? If your name is your, your, your name your name is George, and I took your took your name tag off George, and I and I replaced it with what your commitment is in life. What would it read? Try saying that to somebody you know. I mean, a friend, Ooh. you know, somebody who you know, look at you say, what? Huh? Huh? And just you know, really yeah. seriously, what 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 are you what are you in your life and who you are? What are you committed to? Mm-hmm. And you never know. Uh, if you're single, you might get a few phone numbers in the process. Well, I'm committed <laughs> to you, darling. Here's my number. But, you know, you know, it's funny because if you can kind of define and, and replace your name, Andy, yeah. it's no longer an Andy. It's now my commitment in life, and my commitment is to make a, a positive impact and a difference in the lives of other people. That is my mm-hmm. commitment, and that's always been my yeah. commitment. Oh, every job yeah. I've had. Maybe that's why I've had so many jobs. <laughs> Not jobs, but careers. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I, I can't call them. They haven't been jobs. And Steve knows. Steve, you know, one, one minute I call Steve, hey, Steve, I got a yacht business. Uh, cool. Next day, hey Steve, uh, Steve, I've got an internet, uh, internet Amazon business. Uh, Steve's like, uh, cool. Next day, hey Steve, I've got a. Uh... Steve is like, so what's next? <laughs> yeah, let's invest. Next thing I call, hey Steve, I'm becoming a stockbroker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 to me, yeah. Uh, and I know nothing about anything I've ever done. Well, now I do because I've learned on the job and I've made successes and, and some things that haven't been as panned out as well. They've all panned out. <laughs> They've all panned out well in terms of my lifestyle and what I've been able to do and, and my quality of life and making an impact and making that difference. Financially, were they all amazing successes? Well, while they were going, they were. No complaints. Can't talk about mm-hmm. that too much on the radio because 
we don't let but it's enjoying know. the journey <laughs> as well isn't it it's really it's enjoying the journey. the journey it doesn't matter that you've had a million careers so what if you, yeah. you've enjoyed yeah. everything that you've done and look at all the stories you can tell people as well you know yeah, back in your life yeah, you look back in your life and say, well, I learned in that area, and this is what happened to me there. Wow, that was so cool, you know? Right, right. <laughs> and, 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 so, so, go ahead, Steve. I'm sorry. Oh, I go ahead. Say, I, I think a certain name comes to mind, and that's George Plimpton. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You remember him? Yeah. Yeah. He, he was one of those, did everything and, and made, you know, money. and. <laughs> yeah. He, 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 he became an NFL player for a bit as one of his careers. Did he really? Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I think, I think the Baltimore Colts at the time, if I'm not mistaken, that was way back. Look up George Plimpton, guys. You'll see there's a guy who had to, uh, you know, just wanted to go out and, and live life and try everything. Hell, you know, yeah. I'm still sitting here figuring out what I want to do when I grow up, you know. You know, but but here's the thing. You know, Amanda, you said something interesting. You said, yeah. you know, it's the journey, you know, and, and having being an avid oh, yeah. boater, right, and being a sailor. I mean, I love all boats, but I'm a, I come from sailing. And sailors, it's the journey of getting there, not getting there. Power oh, boaters, yeah, because you, yeah. you advance the throttle, you steer the boat to your destination, and it's your destination. <laughs> Sailing, it's it's the it's the pleasure and enjoyment of getting to where you're going. Once you're there, yeah. you're there. Right? And you see it so many times as well. People say this as well. There's been uh, like millionaires that's been interviewed. And, you know, this one guy, I forget his name now. This was a long time ago. But this story stuck with me that he made all these millions and he couldn't understand why it didn't make him happy. He got everything he wanted, the cars, the house, everything he could think of, traveled the whole world. And he sat there one day and said, why isn't this making me happy? And it was like he didn't appreciate the journey. He just had his mind set on the goal. Once he got to the mm-hmm. goal, he didn't know what to do with it. Because he didn't right. understand that the journey of the, of the life was more important than the actual goal itself. To have those things in life, incredible, amazing. It's wonderful to experience, but it, it isn't the ultimate happiness. What's the happiness is enjoying each moment for what it is. Appreciation, yes. uh, the, the, the strive that it took to get there. And then, you know, you can, you can do other things once you've got there. You don't have to say, well, I've got it all now. What do I do? You know? And, and, uh-huh. From that, he turned to himself. He went deep in himself. He's like, okay, so why aren't I? Why, why is this not making me happy? And then he discovered right. himself and, and the things that he enjoys about himself and the things he truly enjoyed in life. And then, you know, it was an incredible thing. And it was a wonderful story. And it quite often jumps into my mind sometimes. It's like, wow, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. 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 I'll talk to him real quick. So George Clinton actually passed away this very weekend in oh. 2003. Wow. No really? Oh, man. It's, it's so we're on the weekend. Do you have in front of you, Bunny Chance, what he did, all the various careers that he's had? Is that, do you have that or uh, no? He was, well, he was considered a New York aristocrat and literary journalist whose exploits <laughs> in editing, writing, seesawed between, uh, I can't pronounce that word, but something fancy in French. Uh-huh. <laughs> you sound like me, darling. <laughs> what he accounts that he wrote of his various madcap attempts to slip into the two other people's high-profile careers. Ooh, what yes. he did, and I wow. know. Found, anyway, yes, he was. He's well worth researching. Wow, that's so cool. There okay, you know. he's putting down on the list. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll have him as a guest. On the show next week. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. We should channel him. Why yeah. not? We had everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Former presidents. You know? Yeah, I mean, you can't it's go wrong. The dawn of the day, right? I'm I, still I, waiting for 
I'm still waiting for Marilyn Monroe to show show up. You know, she's <laughs> lady. Hey, uh, uh, Cornell, remind me to invite yeah. Marilyn Monroe on the show. Uh, maybe next uh, Monday or Wednesday. Let's get Marilyn oh. on the show. Okay, I, I'll talk to her agent. Thank you. I'll talk to her agent. Hopefully, he's still alive. But you know, we'll see. Even if he's not, it's, it's a little harder to find the agent. But we'll find the agent. Well, yeah, I just want to go find somewhere him. and just look for him. You know, Mal and Monroe, I would. Um, that would be just so cool to talk to her. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, you know. Well, <laughs> yeah, she's something else. <laughs> yeah, I know people who see her. I couldn't like, believe my eyes. Right. Well, like yeah. Eye. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thought it'd be a um, fun conversation. Marilyn's agent's name was Johnny Hyde, so he's oh, Johnny Hyde. Difficult to find. Oh. We're going to – did he die? No. He, well, he, he his last name is Hyde, so I don't know where he's going to be. Oh, oh, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. I like it. He was born We're going to reach – we'll go ahead and, and uh, reach out, and uh, and we'll select uh, – invite Marilyn uh, to be on the show. I know she's shocked be a, that I picked her. I'm sure oh. she is. She's listening in. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I should dress up for the occasion, stand over an air vent, you know. Look cool. <laughs> oh, oh, I would love to see you stand over an air vent. Oh, excuse me. No, I, <laughs> Today for me is a very good day. Uh huh. You bet. <laughs> Bless you, darling. Bless you. <laughs> no, anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, George Clinton. Yes, I, I want to. Uh, um, I want to get him back. Uh, not back. He hasn't been on the show yet, but we'll invite him. Um, Andy, I just um, Andy Lamanda. I just got a um, phone call. Um, Eddie Monster want to come on the show. Eddie Ooh, Monster. Uh, Eddie Monster. Eddie Monster. Oh wow! You know, is that going to be all... for the Halloween special? <laughs> yes, you had yes. me all. You had me all excited about Marilyn, and then uh, going down very rapidly, really rapidly. <laughs> 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 He'll bring the whole. Ad- Eddie Munster on the show. We'll have uh, Marilyn Rochelle and and Johnny Hyde. Is this Johnny? Uh, Johnny. Uh, we could have a saying. whole party on Halloween. That would be incredible. Oh, we should. Yeah. yeah. You know, that, that would be a hell of a program. I, I would be. Well, thank you, and I wish you well, you uh, and your new program. Thank, thank you. you very much. It should be a good yes. one. Thank you. It's it very kind. Be a good one. You know what would be yeah. great? The Juice Man. Bring the Juice Man on. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the juice? You know something? You know something, Cornell. You know something, Cornell. Um, and that, that would, would uh, have tragic uh, repercussions all over Asia and the rest of the world. Oh. <laughs> How true! How true that is. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the craziness of us. I really do. Uh, I mean, Enjoy the guy. So uh, you know, the juice man. You know, he drank uh, too he, much and he wore sloppy clothes and spoke bad Russian grammar. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> By Russian grammar. <laughs> uh, yeah. I love it. 
But but he's you know he's doing okay in his life. He has his weaknesses, but he has good people around him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's always yeah. good to know. That's good to it know. It is good. Yeah. Yeah. Good Bless people him. count. Absolutely, yes. they really do. Keep your circle very positive. Is what I say. You know, keep right. people that's in your right. company because you know you, the repercussions from keeping those negative souls around you. It, <sighs> catastrophe sometimes. Catastrophe. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure we can all appreciate that on some level. Yeah. 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 Do you know what? Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think what you're talking about. Before we get so oh, we get sidetracked. Yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, Stephen DeJoseph. Yes. Tell us, I want people to hear your music, look up who you are, your life story, and so forth, because it's pretty incredible, as I was saying before. Um, I have a sample of your music right here. Let me just play it real quick for our audience, if it's the right one here. Oh, lovely. Woo! Yeah, let's do it. What's it all about? Yes, yes. I remember that just like you. Happy you wow. Too, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> I remember having my questions. I really had to tighten my pants to sing that. I was like, <laughs> 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 Hey, let me ask you a question. What, what hole, what, the 20th hole for your belt? I'm going to have several people hanging on either end of the strap there. <laughs> Actually, I hired, I hired a whole cast of midgets from the World with Wizard Boss. Yes. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, I love it. The midgets. Uh, I, I actually, I've actually got a vivid picture in my head right now, Steve. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, so tell us, Steve. Tell us. That was good. Yeah. That was good. That was good. <laughs> so let's, where are we now? Where did we land? Uh, we landed. Um, okay. where, to hear, where to hear music? <laughs> um, oh yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you. I forgot. Yeah, Steve, yeah. Where, I, where do no, they hear? Yeah, I guess I was trying to. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we we got a catastrophe. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Got... Uh oh. <laughs> it's Doomtown. Andy is on the mix. <laughs> what was it? Becoming... Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> it's becoming Gummy Bear right. Friday. Yes, gummy Bear Friday. Bear Friday. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> But we'll try to yes. we'll make an attempt to get the word out here. Um, Steve DeJoseph, tell us where you you can listen to your music. Where can you download your website? Any information you care to have on the show, and we will put it in our podcast and, and try to get people uh, to tune in. Because you he, seriously, folks, all kidding aside, he is an incredible musician, composer, has overcome a, a, you know Tourette's in his life, and and you get up on stage and he's just uh, you know, amazing, just incredible to watch this guy play and perform and write songs and sing. Hey, you know. Uh, a, a lot of listeners heard that uh, I forget who composed it, "The Flight of the Bumblebee," right? You, uh, uh, you got to hear. Oh my God, you ought to hear what Steve does with "Flight of the Bumblebee." It just—he's incredible. Uh, but anyway, go ahead, Steve. Uh, floor is yours. Well, you, you, Give us your information. Well, the two easiest, probably the two easiest places are my website, stephendjoseph.com. S T E P H E N D I J O S E P H. Stephendjoseph.com, and of course, I'm on Facebook. And I'm on Instagram, so really just search that name with that spelling, and you'll find I've done all sorts of nasty things, <laughs> <laughs> including trying to sound like uh, Dionne Warwick. 
<laughs> and don't forget the midgets, people. Don't forget the midgets. <laughs> I employed them. I kept those guys working for a while. <laughs> oh, so What's you wanted to be short fly. That's great. <laughs> oh, bless them. Picture from that session, yeah. Oh. Anyway, well, this is sad yeah. because I, I appreciate the, the opportunity to chat about everything and anything. Oh, yeah. Yes, we we know we know we know. We yes yeah yeah. <laughs> Andy, you've been on that chilly again, darling. Was that that sound from the Tesla? There's a Tesla sound in the on the audience. Oh yeah, it's right. My heart yeah. farting. Oh my god, yeah. I got a horn. You, you can replace the horn sound with a fart. Tell a lot of sounds, but farts one of the good ones. You can have like oh, yeah pretty. some yeah driving down the street farting. Mm-hmm. It's got a speaker <laughs> built into the hood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, the you know the people are walking by going well actually I can do that myself I don't need a Tesla. <laughs> oh I, I I also have I also have an ice cream truck sound you you saw I see if I see a, a mom <laughs> yeah, and a kid. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Steve was with me the other day. Yeah, I showed him the ice cream truck sound. So you're driving around the street and do 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 however it goes. Yeah, and, oh, I um, love it. Yeah, and uh, and, and they're, and they're looking. The pep lobby and pit start. <laughs> it, 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 it ain't easy being me. <laughs> no, it, it ain't easy being me. The human mean? element has been removed. Quite obviously, you know. Yeah, that's what they tell me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh fantastic. But anyway, folks, this is the this is the Andy Demanda show. Our guest is, uh, uh, and you're welcome many times, Steve. Steve De Joseph, a very accomplished composer, singer, songwriter, performer. Man of many talents, and um, he's uh, he makes his home outside of Philadelphia, but he also uh, commutes to California regularly and performs between here and there, and there and here, wherever it might be. And you should catch him <laughs> on his website and catch him live. And uh, you know, um, you know, you're a contemptible lowlife for talking this. Way. Yeah, I'll talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to mute my mic while I was coughing so hard while laughing there. Excuse me. Oh <laughs> yeah, well, you, you got to wonder. You know. If a person has got nothing to do but watch your show 12 o'clock, he's not doing so hard. No. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate the confidence. I appreciate the confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Hey, hey Steve. We have a yeah. question for you. We have a caller here with a question. Let me just buzz him in here. Give me a second. Okay. Uh, 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 uh. Here we go. Okay, I think I pushed the right button. Go ahead, caller. You have a question for you me. You ever yeah. served in an infantry unit, son? Hmm. Well, um, <laughs> let me see. An infantry. Would that be would that be spelled with uh, I N F I N T R E E? Huh. Yeah. In, in <laughs> Yeah, I hung, I hung out in the infantry. <laughs> it was a very small tree. It was, I believe, bonsai. Isn't that what it's called? At least, yeah. You know, yeah. he says an answer. You know, I'm telling you. <laughs> um, anyway, oh, you know what I want to do? Um, there's been there has been there's been. Um, I want to get to this in the show. A lot of times, things I want to get to in shows, and we just you know the show goes different places, and we don't get to it. So, um, I want to. Um, I want to um, – uh, here we go. This is uh, – there's been some uh, callers and recordings and people saying things on the internets 
And uh, we just want to kind of uh, touch upon what people are saying out there. We have a collection of different, you know, we just go out there and interview people and collect, you know, uh, voice recordings of what people have said on our show and, and who called in and also TikTok and Facebook and these different places, YouTube. And uh, here's uh, just uh, what's uh, current today. So take a listen based on what's going on in the world and what's in the headlines. So along with undermining our elections, passing hundreds of voter suppression laws, questioning the vaccine and blocking every piece of democratic legislation that comes across their path, the GOP have added yet another way to try and destroy the Biden presidency and sow chaos. Mitch McConnell has now gone on record saying the Republicans will not support legislation to fund the government if it raises the debt limit. He claims it's because of the Democrats' irresponsible spending on their upcoming $3.5 trillion social spending package. Keep in mind the national debt grew almost eight trillion dollars under the Trump presidency, mostly on the back of the completely unfunded GOP tax cuts for the ultra-rich that ballooned our national debt. But now that the Democrats want to help regular people, it's completely unacceptable spending. The GOP supported raising the debt ceiling three times during the Trump presidency, but will reject it now, citing a spending bill that is spread out over 10 years. Remember, it has zero problem with double that amount being spent on the defense budget in the same period of time. Everything the Republicans do these days is hypocritical and performative. The debt ceiling is our nation's ability to borrow money and pay its bills. It covers spending that Congress, including the Republicans like Mitch McConnell, have already approved. It's also where the Social Security checks, VA benefits, and disability come from. Can you live without those? Because the Republicans are going to let you. Our Treasury Secretary told Congress that the government will likely run out of money in October, that it would be an economic catastrophe for America and the world if we fail to raise the debt ceiling. But the Republicans are like, fuck it, let it all burn. We have no actual policy or ideas to help anyone, but we will be damned if we allow the Democrats to succeed. Doing what's right for the American people isn't even on the table for Republicans anymore. It's the ultimate, if I can't have you, no one can. The GOP has decided to kill America if they cannot be in charge, and they will rule what's left. Remember, McConnell said 100% of his focus was on stopping this administration, and he is damn well going to do it. They didn't care when kindergartners were shot to death in their school. They don't care that 700,000 Americans are dead from a virus, and they will not care if our country plunges into chaos when we default on our loans. They are in it for themselves and their donors, and at the end of the day, they'll all be fine. We need to acknowledge that the GOP is no longer the opposition party, or quite frankly, an American party. If the GOP do this, they are America's enemy, and they must be treated accordingly. Who do these people work for? Because it sure as hell ain't America. retirement in the service, is quitting and went on Sean Hannity's show on Fox News tonight to explain why. You see, the military is requiring him to get the COVID vaccine, and this takes away his freedom because the military has no right to tell him what vaccines to get. He then admits that he got all the other vaccines they required. Money and a lot of security for you and your family. Tell us why. Yeah, that's correct, Sean. Um... I've spent 18 years uh, active duty service. I've got two years until I'm eligible to pull my retirement. Um, but and I'm I don't want the COVID vaccine, and I, I don't plan on getting it. Uh, but I've had all the other uh, Army vaccines. I've, I've had eight anthrax shots. I've had the smallpox vaccination. I've had them all. So it's, it's really not about whether or not I'll get the shot. But this is really about um, the freedom of the American people the right to choose your own medical procedures, the right to decide 
you know, what's going to be uh, injected into your, your body and what's not. Those are, um, that's a natural human right that, you know, we can't take away from people. And I swore an oath to uh, protect and defend the Constitution, which affords those rights to the Americans. And well, let, me, uh, let me ask you this. Just to be clear, that's a bunch of bull. It's his right to decide what gets injected in his body. He already admitted he took all the other vaccines that the military requires that he had no choice but to take. So the lieutenant colonel is admitting that he got every single shot he was required to get, that he had no choice but to get, that the military forced him to get and he got, and he had no problem with it. But now, because suddenly he's being asked to get the COVID shot, he's claiming that they can't tell him what to do when it comes to vaccines, and he's quitting. But at the same time, he's totally cool with the other vaccine. What he's saying, it sounds like, is that he's a Republican, is what it sounds like. That he's making it political. The military is not making it political. He claims the military is mandating the shot for politics. They're mandating the shot so you don't die, so you don't kill each other, so our military can stay ready, so we don't, you don't all get each other sick, and then all of a sudden we go to war and don't have you there. But unbelievable. And, of course, Fox News still pushing the lie that the vaccine is a bad thing. What a surprise. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Come again? All right, that's enough. Security! These people are sick. (laughs) (laughs) It's been said often. (laughs) (laughs) And and what brought me, what what prompted me to, to, you know, find, I I tuned into a, uh, a talk network show that's broadcast in the United States uh, on the Salem radio network, um, the Dennis Prager show. They had a guest host on today. We've talked about Dennis Prager and his saying, uh, his feeling that everything the left, if you want to find the left, everything the left touches is evil. Evil? That's it. Anyway, uh, he had a guest host today who was saying, you know, uh, when you, this is what I heard uh, this morning, to the, something to the extent that every time you hear a pharmaceutical advertised on the television set, you watch your TV, and they say, "Hey, use this is great for hepatitis, whatever." And they go on and on. They show the pictures of the dad, and mom swimming, and life is good. And use this, ask your doctor about. And then they spend forty-five seconds telling you all about the side effects. It can cause this, it can cause, it can cause death, cause this, cause this, cause that, may cause this, may cause this, may cause that. And he's, and then he says, "Where? How come that when they get on and tell you to go get the coronavirus shot, they don't tell you all the potential side effects?" And and I was I, I called into the show and I told them what I wanted to talk about. I, I was going to challenge the host to call our show and debate us and debate some experts that I could put on the show um, about what he said. Because here's the deal: the there's 150 million Americans thereabouts had have had the uh, either the uh, uh, Pfizer or the um, Modelo or the uh, what's the other one there? The um, not Modelo. <laughs> Modelo. Uh, <laughs> One AstraZeneca there, the uh the uh, uh, uh anyway. J and J, Johnson Johnson. You forgot General Mills. General Mills, whatever <laughs> shot you got. Um and understanding and we've talked about it, I don't want to go into it now, but but you know, months ago we talked in depth about how this the mechanics, if you will of this uh, technology is different than any other technology we've ever had. And the fact is 
that the first coronavirus was actually uh, noticed in chickens. It killed chickens in the 1980s. And then went to other, yes, that's how this, that's when we first noticed the existence of this. It it was a pulmonary pulmonary inflammatory disease that was killing chickens, many, many, many of them. And and so then they said, hey, we got to, we got to stop this. You know, hell, Mm. you know, you got to stop this. And then from chickens, it migrated to other animals and into bats and then into the human population. They knew all along Back then, that if this other, and we're talking 80s, 90s, early 2000s, as this thing evolved. And they noticed wow. back then, if this thing ever hits the human population, we're in trouble. We better start working on the vaccine, vaccine technology to beat this thing. Wow. So 2002, wow. The, re- the research began in 2002, right? Wow. So right. 19, 19, 18, 19 years later, we have the vaccine. This didn't happen the last year and a half. And this guy on the radio is saying, hey, you know, you got all these warnings about all these shots. And, and, and this thing took a year and a half, and boom, where are the, where are the side effects? But they, he lied. Here's why. We all, tell me if you didn't hear this. We're all, we're all vaccinated here. Tell me if you didn't hear this. The side effects could be headaches, could be nausea, could be fatigue, could be this, could be that, uh, whatever. But we've all heard these things. And, and if you get these side effects, it means it's working. It'll last a few days or a day, and it'll go away. Yours truly didn't get any side effects. I thought they injected me with water. I didn't get a damn thing, both, both injections. Um, but they did say that. And here's the other deal. I was going to ask the, the host on the radio if they let me on his show, right? Uh, I was going to say, let me ask you a question. And I know this is true. He's from Cleveland, Ohio. You're married. You have kids. Oh, I'm married with kids. Mm-hmm. In order to get your kid in kindergarten, right? Kid goes to kindergarten. Oh, oh your kid's five, six years old. Get okay, enter school. As a matter of fact, even before kindergarten, we're talking before preschool. We're talking when the kid's just born. What do they start doing with the kid right away when you start going to the doctor's office? Polio, mumps, whooping cough, this, that. What? Uh, 15 inject, right? Do you add, before they inject your newborn baby, do you go to the doctor and say, let me see the side effects? I haven't seen this on TV. Do, do you question yeah. your doctor when it comes to do it? Your doctor, your pediatrician injects your baby with multiple times. Your school district requires these injections, multiple, many of them, before they can yeah. enter kindergarten. Do you question? Yeah. Do you question? Or you take your, your baby to the doctor and they give you a vaccine, boom, you give your kid a lollipop, actually they're fine, they're not hurt, but a little pinch and boom, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And, and, and if you cut a, you, you go ahead and you, God forbid, you step on a nail or something, you go, oh my God, into my foot, you're bleeding. What's the first thing the doctor tells you? You've got to get a tetanus shot. Do you question what the side effects of the tetanus shot are? Do you ask, oh, I don't know, let me see the literature on that. I don't know about this tetanus shot. You can't tell me what to do. I know I stepped on the nail. You can't make me get a tetanus shot. Uh, right? These people are yeah. fucking out of their minds. And that is, yeah. not the, that is not the reason why they don't want to get a vaccine. They want to get vaccinated so they can pound their chest and say, hey, uh, freedom, uh, you can't tell me what to do. You can't make me wear a mask. In the meantime, almost 700,000 people are dead. Okay? Have there been yeah. some side effects, some more severe than others? There have been. Seven and 100,000, something like that. Uh, and sometimes you'll have breakthrough cases of coronavirus even if you are injected. Very, 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 very far and few between. Are you not going to get a polio vaccine? Because uh, I don't know about side effects. You get pol- you only get polio. You only get polio instead. Well, go ahead and well, go get the, the polio thing. vaccine. Go ahead and get polio. Right. Go ahead and do it. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, people, you know, happily walk to a, a store or a pharmacy and go and buy a box of paracetamol, you know, because it's on the shelf. It's, it's been mm-hmm. told where it's safe to take, and they don't question the ingredients within the paracetamol. They just happily take it to resolve the mm-hmm. problem. But it's mm-hmm. the same thing with the vaccine. Suddenly now it's been, because this is a huge deal, everybody's like panicking that this vaccine's deadly. And of course, once the rumors start and it gets into everybody's heads, the, the fear kicks in, that's it. 
you know. It's like everybody panic buying over it does. something. Yeah. Yes, just like that. <laughs> just like that, yeah. <laughs> oh, bless them. I'm back, y'all, after I heard that. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I said, oh, no. Unreal. Yeah. But we're doing well. We're, we're, you know, we're, we got to wrap this show up pretty quick. You know, we're doing okay here. This is the Andy Mandy show. And you Mandy do live show. very well. Thank you. Yeah, we're trying our Thanks. best, you know. Yeah, we, we, we try to Thank live you. our best life. Yeah. Thank you. We Thank do. You, yeah. Well, this is fun. We're, we've got to resume this conversation on Monday because this really gets, I just can't believe these people are out there on the radio. This guy, his advertisers support what he, you know, he gets paid because the radio station gives him a paycheck. Where's the radio station get the money from? From advertisers. So this guy's getting paid to get behind a microphone on a nationally syndicated show and scare people not to get the, the vaccine. Scare people. That's what the Republicans do. They use scare tactics. Don't, don't, oh, they're going to raise your taxes. Oh, they're going to, oh, don't, don't do that. Oh, this, they use scare tactics. That's, that's what their MO. That's what they do. Instead of talking issues, instead of talking quality of life, instead of talking better education possibilities, instead of talking housing for the homeless, instead of talking, um, you know, uh, birth control, you know, in, instead of abortion, let's talk birth control. We talked about that too. All these different things. We're going to resume this conversation um, as we always do on the Andy Demand Show next week. Monday, we are on at their. Uh, <laughs> At the ra 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 nine a.m. your time, time, darling. In the west coast. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going, we're going, we're going to be on the air next week. Please um, tell me that's not your plan. It is. Sorry. Oh, but it is. Sorry. We're so sorry to disappoint. Yeah. 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 So um, yeah, it's nine a.m. your time, sweetheart, in the west coast, and twelve p.m. in the east coast. Wait a minute. It's not. It's not 9 a.m. now, is it? Wait, this is, issue yeah. is under um, investigation. Yeah, no, darling, not 9 a.m. now. <laughs> 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 What's not what? So, um, you know. You guys are not serious. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, no, he got those black trucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no, just, just, I have been expecting oh. you. Just tell them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah. Um, I just apologize for not being here to greet you personally. Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll, we'll try one of these days. We'll have live shows. Hey, listen, I think they're going to do the Adult Video Music Awards this year. Oh, really? Uh-huh. This year? Wow. I mean, next, no, it'll be January next year, January 22. In I was going to say, wow. No, I did it again. Year. I'm sorry, not the Adult Video Music Awards. Um. <laughs> I didn't even get it. Your mind is in the gutter, like mine. Yeah. No. <laughs> AVN, AVN, um, AVN. The adult video, uh, uh, video, not yeah. The adult, um, yeah. <laughs> adult music videos. Yeah. Yeah. Pornhub. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That guy really you know, wish, and I guess men sometimes family. don't know what to say. It will be a woman. That clip you play, darling, he really does sound like he's got a food poisoning or something. Oh, oh, I, I am about to throw up. Oh, I like that. Do it again. Do it again. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> well, actually, I would like to feel like that guy. Oh, next show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. my days. Yep, yep. Uh, my life anyway. is before my eyes. Yep. So, 
I guess this has been uh, what we're, this show that you're going to hear, folks, is uh, again where we had a, a technical issue for some reason. The internet dropped out. This is internet radio. That's this is live radio. This isn't you know this is recorded live with a live call in number and so forth. But then it becomes a podcast when we're finished. It gets edited and you know and put not well edited but but enhanced so it's uh, appropriate for. Um, podcast distribution, and then it's distributed, and you might be hearing this on iHeartRadio. Hopefully you are on iHeartRadio. Hello, all you iHeartRadio fans. And on Spotify and iTunes and Google and Alexa and Chrome and Pandora, and the list goes on and on and on. Um, Listen Notes and FM Tunes, all these different podcast channels that we are on, and our numbers are growing, growing, growing. Couldn't do it without you, and we thank you for hanging in there with us. Um, Absolutely. I raise my glass to you, people. Thank you so much. Because, uh, you know, we need to get – we need supporters. All I want to do is this. I just want to find uh, (laughs) 11,780 votes, which is one more than we have. Fellas, I need 11,000 votes. Give me a break. Come on. I need (laughs) 11,000 dollars. You know, it's waste. It gets me every time. The way you – I would find 11,700 people that I jerked, but, uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is he going to the ABS? I understand that scientists will soon make it possible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) There goes the midgets. I got a whole new picture now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Well, which, you know, you know. Yeah. So anyway, uh, hey Steve, did you enjoy your time with us here on the Andy, Andy and Amanda show? Oh, more than fun. Okay. Oh, bless Thank you, darling. You. Thank you. Andy, Andy, what are you paying in? Say that. Yeah. Well, Steve, I, I I hate to tell you, but uh, I have no further use for you. Yeah. Aww. So anyway. <laughs> no. Don't, don't listen, Steve. Don't listen. We love you. <laughs> don't flush him down the toilet, Andy. Oh no, that would be a catastrophe. Yes, yeah. it would. Yeah. yeah. You know. There is no such thing as a G spot. It's true. So before Steve, we go, for coming on the show, before we go, before we go, everybody say orgasm loud. <laughs> orgasm! No. <laughs> I need a work. No, I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bless. It's yeah, been amazing well, having you, Steve. It's a big deal. It takes three minutes, give him an orgasm, then go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dr. Reese. Just three minutes? But, but, yeah. but, 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 but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that you, Steve? Knock it off. Yeah, we will. We get there. <laughs> Thank you, Doctor. Cut it up. Thank you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so anyway, Thanks, uh, Steve. no, Steve, great having you on. Uh, seriously, and and you'll definitely come back Thank and join us again. We'll hear more about. And uh, Steve, I think you may have already done this before, but if not, please do. Maybe even today, if you can, um, is send me truly uh, send me an MP3 file of that Planet of the Bumblebee or something else if you'd like, and we'll play it on the show. Um, Absolutely, so, wonderful. Right? Yes, and yes. Folks, folks can find that on the Facebook. Uh, uh, D, uh, D Joseph Music and Film. It's there. Uh, it's also on Stephen mm-hmm. D Joseph, and it can be seen on Instagram as well. 
Here we fantastic. go. Fantastic. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. There we go, people. Go check it out. He's very, very talented indeed. Very good. Yeah. Yes. You guys rock, man. Oh. Oh. Bless you, darling. Yeah. Whenever possible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a disaster. <laughs> What's that, sweetheart? I wonder if uh, Trump found his 11,000 votes on, beneath the uh, um, the, uh, the New York police station. Oh. Yeah. Man, that oh. <laughs> well, You know what they're saying? <laughs> you know, they, they, they indict the guy. He's going to be in trouble because... Uh, Never rub another home. man's rhubarb. Thank you, Andy, for your genius there. That's brilliant. Oh, so funny. Have a great weekend. Thank Thank you, too. You, too. Thank you for uh, gracing us with your presence. It's been truly beautiful. Yours, too. Thank you very much. Thank you, Peter. And just remember, <laughs> folks. In a relationship, you have to make time for sex. Oh, yes. my gosh. Andy, you're really on a mix today. He <laughs> really is. Always. So, Amanda, why don't you just remember that, folks. That's why we're going to have a really good weekend. Have fun, whatever it is you might do. Be safe. Uh, and if you're listening to this podcast over the weekend, thank you for tuning in. Can't believe you did, but we're glad you did. And spread the word. Please, please spread the word. AndyDemandyourShow.com is the website. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, uh, infrared, uh, what do you call it there? Uh, just speaking <laughs> black. <laughs> uh, what, 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 all those. Uh, are, uh, all the social media diamonds. Yeah. 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 You know, come on, uh, no, I'm just joking. No, no. <laughs> come on. Yeah. On Pornhub. No. Hey, I'm going to do that. No, Andy, no. So I want to see what happens if I go to Pornhub and look up Andy and Amanda. Wait, let me do this. Pornhub. Let me just try it. Oh, my we goodness. Go. Our listeners might oh be doing themselves right now. They'll probably beat me to it. Look at this website. <laughs> Holy crap. All right, let's see. Oh Andy, my God. Andy and Amanda. We might lose Andy for the rest of the day, you know. All right. This is amazing. Yes. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh-oh. Amanda. Man, I wish I could be a... A roach on the wall. Oh, did I say roach? (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Mm. As long as it's not a raccoon corner. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Amanda. Yes. We're we're under the category of nude celebrities. Volume 2. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Wait, who told? I don't know. How the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Um... But um, there's also upside down, messy, drooled. Uh, never mind. I'm okay. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah, so so much for Pornhub. Anyway, uh, thank you, Pornhub. Uh, yes. Huh? That was quite a, quite a, web, that was quite a website. I got to tell you. That was, <laughs> 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 yes. Yeah, well, yes. Um, enjoy, yeah. Andy. Because <laughs> <laughs> not only Andy, I'm going on. <laughs> You know what happens to some of these? You know, you need a job, right? No, I'm just joking, and, Eddie. No, and there, you know, it's funny because there's people from all there's people from all over the world on this thing. The right? Chinese, yeah, Chinese, everybody, you know, and uh, you know, still the Japanese are involved here. They are. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the uh, main, the main thing, thing is, is to get plenty of advice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So we should ask China, China right? Of Andy. Yeah, I, we should have a show dedicated. No, we shouldn't. All right. Um, <laughs> no. This is the part where I get nervous. Uh oh. Me too. <laughs> I don't even have my hair, and I'm losing it. <laughs> when people are pounded night after night, it naturally shakes their confidence. Yeah. <laughs> This is the explicit version of our show, guys. Oh, uh, like a, yeah, the hour special. <laughs> yeah. That view is the right one. You special. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, perhaps yeah. what happened is that what we did uh, brought it about. You're probably right about that. Oh, no doubt. No yeah. doubt. Yeah. And, and you know, because you can't. I'm not blaming anybody for that. No. no. Well, thank you. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. We appreciate that. Yeah. Anyway, we're trying to get out of here. Wait, hold, hold up. Wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. We are. We are. Yeah. We are. Yep. Yeah. Um, I can stand, and I can't stand no more. Yeah, I must be falling. Well, I was going to reply to that, but oh, what the hell? Let's move on to something else. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so, hell, let's get the hell out of here. Um, Thank you for joining us, folks. We really, we, duh, we really, we, we really will try to. We that really, poem's affected your brain, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, seems like wow. I cannot accept that course of action. Well, we got to go though, you know. So we'll, uh, you know. If it doesn't work, separate amicably and look for somebody new. Okay, we will. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We're out of here. All right. So, uh, Amanda, why don't you get us out of here or try to anyway? Um, okay. And, um, I'll, uh, I'll I mean, do my best. Well, I can yeah. Oh, which we, huh? We'll answer. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. We are We are loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, just so our listeners know, that wasn't me trying to get as I <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, really. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. All yours. All right. Thank you. So, on behalf of co-host Candy, Candy, I'm thrilled to be back. Oh my goodness, Andy. Okay, let's start again. They're hugging and kissing. Okay, shake it off, man. Shake it off. Right. Yes. So, on behalf of my co host, Andy. What he's gone through over the last three weeks is incredible. Yeah, thank you. I think it's Okay. Do you know what Quick question before you go. Yeah. Is it herd? Is it herd? Herd mentality. Herd immunity. Herd mentality. Herd immunity. Herd mentality. Herd immunity. Wow. It's immunity, right? Great idea. What? I think it was herd mentality that led to herd immunity. I think you got it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What's your great idea, Cornell? Yeah. What's your great idea? I'll tell you on the next show. Oh, drop in it like you know, that. I'd be a very gracious loser. Mm. Stay tuned. Stay, stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. Stay tuned. 
you know. Um, anyway, um, you know. Nice and tight after you're inside of it. Oh my goodness. Whoa. And now we're going to get money because we want the money. For- yes, the whole deal. She's going to get money because it was, oh my gosh, let me stop. Uh, <laughs> you were trying. You were trying. Open up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh let's get the hell out of here. Oh, my God. We're trying. we got to get out of here. Yeah. All right. We're gone. Yes. All right. Amanda, right. really, truly, yeah. truly. That means truly, they can do anything they want. We can. We I, I can. think so um, Andy Han is like whoever. <laughs> <laughs> I think Andy Han's on the jitters right now, and he keeps hitting his, yes, all these. All these like, <laughs> like that fight. Uh, oh, God. God. You know, I, I think you might believe me. Yeah, you may have. <laughs> oh man! Okay. Well, you know, you know, it's like oh, you know, a big one. Um, oh, a big one. It is. It is. Wow! Thank you, thank you. Because <laughs> uh, this is the Andy Amanda show. We are going to get. We're going to do very well. We've done a great job. Thank you. We have, but it is time to leave. We'd love to stick around, but we have to go. So, Amanda. Um, we'll see you Monday, folks, by the way. And, and was it not? Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's, we're, we're on at, uh, we're on at, uh, at noon on Monday in uh, New York. We're on at uh, 5 p.m. in the U.K. and, of course, 9 a.m. here, early show Monday. So join us then. Then we'll see you for three broadcasts next week on the Andy Demander Show. Thanks for listening, folks. And Amanda, oh, by the way, our number, if you want to join us live, when we are on, it's 515 515- Six zero five nine eight eight eight. Join us. It's easy. It's fun. Yeah. We have a great time. We look forward to having you on. Without further ado, Amanda is going to get us out of here. Have a good weekend, everybody. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm going to attempt to do that right this time. Okay. So on behalf of my co-host Andy Kimball in California, Hollywood, on behalf of Cornell Butler, the awesome coordinator of the show in oh, Delaware, Philadelphia, <laughs> on behalf of. Jack Gardner, who did call in on our previous half of the show. Oh, Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Look at his life until this happened. What a what a change he's gone through. We've all gone crazy. You're breaking my flow. Oh, you know. Okay, I know you're not thinking. You never do. And on behalf of Stephen D. Joseph. Our awesome guest, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it's a disgrace what happened, frankly, a real disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> right. On behalf of me, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> Let us also show our appreciation. Yeah, let's, let's you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. Okay. Yeah. So very, well very well done. Very well done. This is the way it is. It is. It is. All right. Uh, what was I going to say? Time to go. Time to go. Yeah, because yeah. Uh... you got it. Now pull it off. I gotta wait for the gun to stick. It's stuck. Now pull it off. What about to the subway grating? I got it. Well, what is it? A penny? A nickel? Would you hold your horses and let me get the dirt off? A dime. We're in the money. We're in the money. We-
Lieutenant Colonel Matthew Lohmeyer relieved of his command. Well, I don't know. We'll talk about it next week. All right, don't ask me those questions now. I can't take it. <laughs> yeah. You guys are not serious. No. <laughs> All right. This guy. Amanda, uh, you're welcome. Did you, did you sign us out already? Or did you have to sign us out. I did. Yes, did. Uh, I'm not doing it again. <laughs> oh. She is not the one. <laughs> oh goodness! So what? I can't follow the logic on that at all.